morning. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. I'm lucky to be alive after a live podcast at Twin Peaks. My wife wasn't super happy about it, but it worked out, and we're here. Johnny is gone. He is uh, busy with family stuff, but I have two fantastic guests in the studio. To my left is Kyle Buck. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Happy to be back here. This is like your third or fourth time being on, isn't it? Uh, if not, maybe even a little more. Watch out, John. Honestly. <laughs> well, because I know that like Justin and I came on, and then yes. uh, 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 Nick was on with me once, yep. and I feel like I've probably been on myself twice. So yeah, probably four. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And then uh, to his left, my right, Brad Scott Comedy. How are you doing today, man? Oh, We've yeah. had like a long conversation already. Yeah, I tell you what, man. I grew up listening to this show. It is an honor <laughs> to be here. Uh, it is. It is a privilege. I appreciate you guys joining me, man. Uh, Watch out, Johnny. I'm coming for you. <laughs> We've talked a lot already off the air, so I think we just need to dive right into it. Um, I want to just get kind of some background from Brad. Where Where did you start? What are you doing right now? Let's just get the start of. I mean, your Brad Scott comedy is how I introduced you. So where'd you come from? Where where I did you start? Started at Crackers, okay, in two thousand and three, and currently I'm driving for Lyft. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 Everybody just sat there sad. I thought maybe one person <laughs> laughed. You guys are like, no, he is. He's gonna have to do it right after he leaves here. Uh, Actually, you're yes, my you're my ride home. I have to I have to go drive for Lyft for my car payment. Tell me the standard questions you get when you're driving a Lyft. Oh, can you tell me a joke? <laughs> oh really the people ask you that oh yeah because i make sure they know i'm a comedian so hopefully they tip better i also let them know about my 11 year old daughter that i have sole custody of who's struggling to eat right now well that is that is a very uh i think that's a great uh av or angle to take as a lift driver because a lot of the times i get in and i don't i can't understand them because you know there's, there's, there's a language better? barrier i'm sorry I, you know what i found works even better I tell every cause so this did happen. These drunk people like got shitty because they were trying to bring like a bunch of beers in my car, and they're trying to cram like six of them in there for twenty <laughs> bucks, which the dude thought to me apparently was a lot of money. It is, but he should have just assumed that. Okay, <laughs> like that's rude to assume. And so uh, I told them they need to get out, and they like the girls like gave you nothing. She like punched the back of my like headrest. Jesus, and, like, they kind of kicked the seat and they kind of kicked the outside of the car. Not that big of a deal. That's an attractive look for a female but, too. But now I tell every new passenger that I just almost was assaulted and had my inches within my life. It happens every damn trip, but like, coincidentally. There you go. <laughs> every passenger ends up assaulting me. And uh, everybody listening has probably heard Kyle on the show before. <clears throat> um, but if you're a new listener, Kyle, what's going on up in Anderson? I know that you got something big up there, and uh, tell them what's, where you're from as well. Yeah, well, I uh, I started uh, doing comedy um, more centrally uh, after um, leaving a band I was in for seven years and telling some jokes in between songs uh, every now and then, and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to do something a little bit more independent, a little bit more individualized, something I have a little bit more control over. And uh, I actually, um, one of my first open mics was actually at Crackers. And uh, uh, I think I actually might have met Brad there. Brad was definitely there, and I think we might have met briefly there, but it was uh, shortly after this that. This was before June. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, so uh, what's going on right now? We uh, are entering our, or have entered our second year um, doing uh uh, stand-up comedy showcases up at Kettletop Brewhouse in Anderson. Brad's been a huge part of helping that grow over the course of the last year. He was a headliner on our very first show um, just over a year ago. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, he's been um, working with us on giving us a lot of great tips on how to make the experience just better in general. And uh, and also uh, a lot of help on the booking side. And, and he, uh, he, he told me a little bit about that off the mic. I don't know if you guys yeah. want to talk about that, but one of the he gave he told me about one of the like biggest tips he gave you. What what was that that you were talking about? Shut down the bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shut down the bar. Yeah. And, uh, and is that the is that the whole show or is that just during the show? During yeah. the show. Yeah. So like people can drink. No one, up no to one it can talk to the bartender during the show. Yeah. She's yeah. just to work. Well, that's, that's standard at comedy clubs, yep. right? Bartenders, well, they're usually in the back. Right. So exactly. they're not, not usually even out amongst. But this bar, so it is a beautiful setup. Yes, right? I love the place. And but the only the like the only comedy issue is that that bar angles all the way right out to that stage right. and around. Yeah. And so, because uh, like they. It was a tribute to Kyle. They had no problem drawing people. Oh, yeah. The yeah. only problem was every show felt like halfway to three quarters of the way through. It got You're rowdy and loud. with the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and uh, just to clarify, when you mean shut down the bar, drinks are still being yeah. served in, yeah. in, in, in the servers. room. But they're coming out from and behind the bar. No one's coming up to the bar to make Because that's what would happen. Somebody, like, so at the beginning of the night, it's not a big deal. One, two people go up there. It's fast. Right. Yeah. But by the end of the night when it's busy and the bartender's yeah. overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but busy, like you had them in line and now they're talking in line. Right. And now the people that are in the back room can't hear or see the show. So they just start talking. Yeah. And then that noise just kind of escalates yeah. up. And and also the more people drink, the louder they get. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm a prime example of well, that. I already have a loud voice. Yeah. Just and, give me about four or five beers yeah. deep. <laughs> and, and the first thing that goes when you start drinking is your hearing. Yeah. You know, which is why karaoke is always atrocious. <laughs> but you think you sound amazing. <laughs> but you think, yeah, it's like that episode of uh, Family Guy where they uh, eat those edibles or they get stoned or whatever, and they go up and play that folk song on the <laughs> yeah. stage. Yeah, it, it, it ends up being like that. Um, that's one of the best scenes. But of yeah, all no, time. that that's been a, that's been a huge uh, huge boost to the experience, and also just this last show, um, uh, we added a card system. So mm -hmm. um, green cards. Every table has a number. Um, on a little, uh, I guess, a, a pedestal, and you put a green card in it, and the bartenders look for those green cards. If there's a green card showing on your number, it means that you want to place an order. So that way, a little the, fogo to chow method. Yeah, exactly. So, so the so the servers aren't unnecessarily going around and interrupting right. people, asking if they want something. They let the table initiate it, so that way they can be more efficient nice. on going out and getting those orders as quickly as possible without, um, you know, obstructing view or. Or possibly, you know, you, the last thing you want to do is have someone lead in and say, you guys doing okay in the middle of a punchline. And just so you, you guys are I mean? all listening, like, just, to, I, I, I'm blown away because that's just, like, that's engineering that you guys put into that just now. Like, if you think about that, like, people think that that's, like, kind of common sense and it's, like, an easy thing to do. But, like, that's thought process that goes into yeah. making a show better. Sure. And that's, like, that's a awesome thing to hear for the podcast because, and the listeners, in my opinion, because you're you're kind of getting that background information that you wouldn't know when you went to the show you just yeah. think oh this is a good show this is funny or like if you had something negative happen like you would you know wonder about that as well so you guys are trying to make it as good as you can for yeah. the for the fans yeah, the people that are coming to watch comedy absolutely and you know that's been uh mostly coming from Brad and and his you know many years of experience on the road and and headlining Too many shows <laughs> years experience yeah. on the yeah. Absolutely. I'm still on the road, but I don't just drive for Lyft. I, we never clarified that. We <laughs> yeah, left it as me driving for Lyft. I just realized. I was going to get there. I was actually, that's one of my, that was one of my points I wanted to ask you about. What's, Can I what, get a Lyft ride? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to be about four beers deep after this. No, uh, what's the, what's it like traveling for comedy? Because you, you, you guys, you have that knowledge that it. you've helped them with. 
So what's what's it like? On I love a it and I hate place? it. I like, love it and I hate it. Yeah. It gives me depression, uh, but it's the best feeling in the world. It's like a drug because then you'll fiend and you'll it'll it'll break your heart and make you you know get rid of your daughter's college fund. <laughs> but no, it's like because it is it's a, it's a, it's weird. Like there's certain venues that are amazing. Yeah, and then there's other venues that are saving money mm-hmm. or that just don't care. And those are that's never like a fun weekend when you're a comic who cares. Like there's a lot of comics you don't give a shit. They're just going to make checks. They're doing the same act they've been doing since nineteen, you know, ninety five. There's a Homer Simpson reference somewhere in there, <laughs> and uh, they just kind of phone it in. If you're somebody that really works on it, is, it's frustrating. Is there any place that you prefer to go to? And Asani. Is, what's that? Asani. Okay. Port Where's Charlotte, that Florida. Okay. It is a castle on King's Highway, and they have the best Italian food in the world, and they have an amazing showroom, and everyone from the people. Who are busting tables, hostesses, servers, bartenders, management, love comedy, and it's all like they're all working. Kettle tops the same way. They're, you can tell everyone's working towards the show. Yeah. And when you have that in a venue, the audience feels it. And it's like they, it's like, because a lot of times the loudest person in the room is the server. Oh, yeah. And then it's just, it's frustrating because there's no unity. But when they, when they see kind of everyone on the staff is working towards the show, the show becomes that much more important. That's awesome. So then, is there any places that you've been that you didn't like, but you still Jokers go back? Jokers and Crackers lately. Okay. <laughs> and probably from here on out, until they close their doors. Until they close their doors. Uh, so so where where's the farthest you've gone? To, to the Bahamas, I guess. Bahamas? Holy shit. So, where, like, what, how'd that come about? Uh, it's uh, the Atlantis Resort. It's for a booking agency called the Comedy Zone. And they have, like, they're, they're hit and miss. Some shows you do, it just sucks, mm-hmm. and it's not very good pay, and other shows are amazing. Like They have these amazing clubs they book, uh, and they book two weeks in the Atlantis, and, like, okay, so it is um, it is the Bahamas, which is really cool and everything else, but you're very isolated, because, like, all my friends are like, yeah, there always be, like, parties with a bunch of girls. It's like, the only girls that are there are too young or with really rich old white guys, and they are not messing up that relationship to fuck the broke comedian who's driving them around the island for Lyft. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, this is kind of off topic of comedy, but, like, that's a really weird situation because we, we get into the her or the, me too movement and the like women's empowerment and stuff like that. But then there's still tons of attractive women out there that are, uh, just hooking up with these old guys to, uh, be like a sugar baby. Yeah. I actually follow a girl on Twitter. Her, her name on Twitter is the, at the depressed stripper. (laughs) Like that's her name on Twitter. It's perfect. And, uh, she she, should marry the unknown comic. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And I think, and what's really funny is she like just posted on her Twitter page Hey, it's been a really long time. I haven't been a sugar baby since I was like 18. Should I go back into it? Because there's a guy that wants to be my sugar daddy. And I just like literally and right this as it's about to die off <laughs> and he's got kids. <laughs> I just posted, do it. And she said, this isn't a Nike commercial, bitch. And I was like, okay, that was a good comeback. I like that. Well, but first of all, <laughs> she didn't you didn't that. say just do it. Oh, I did. Oh, oh no, I, thought, I just said do it. And yeah. then she said the, yeah, she said yeah, the Nike. Yeah, because it's not as good of a comeback. I see what he's saying. It's not as good of a comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, she could have gone to cool from check. actual comedians now. She could have gone to cool check. It. I would have been so more impressed. If, <laughs> if she really wanted a, a, a great reference there, she should have done the uh, uh, the Ben Stiller do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, do yeah. it. Absolutely. But 
No, I, I just I just think it's an interesting it's an interesting world we live in because I feel like it's full of those um what is it the I'm trying to think of the word now the I can't I'm I'm losing my words but anyways <clears throat> it's you want one thing but you're you're doing a different thing so I'm trying to think the controversy day job <laughs> contradiction there you go. Uh, the world is full of the contradictions yeah, of absolutely. we want this, but we're going to do this, yeah, and yeah. and it's just I, I'm I'm just interested to you know hear yeah. your hear hear about those kind of situations. And you mentioned um, it's like when people a, say they're pro life, but they you know support the death penalty, exactly. which is interesting. Well, I mean, that's all that's all fucked up, anyways. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a that's a deep hole we can dive <laughs> we down can, into. We can go really, really deep into that. <laughs> Uh, but you mentioned you mentioned you had a daughter. So mm-hmm. what like on one of the bios I read when I was researching Brad before he came on here, it said that once you had your daughter, you became a better comedian. So is that I had material? Is that <laughs> seriously okay? So, this so what was the material before the daughter? And then go I talked a lot about smoking weed, drinking, and having sex <laughs> because uh, you can look at me all you want and try to. He's lying. I'm not. Comedy will do that for you. Men much more unattractive than I am get laid all the time <laughs> because you look like a superstar for 30 minutes in a small bar oh, in yeah. Iowa. And so <laughs> when I was, I started when I was 20 years old. Yeah. Like I've grown up in comedy. I've never stopped. I've never taken a break. It has always been the focal point of my life working towards getting, you know, to where it is my only full time. I'm taking care of for the rest of my life job. Yeah. And when I started out, all I heard was like, you got to write about, your life and what you know, uh, because that's personal material. Come, you know, comes out better and it's original. Well, all I really knew at twenty was weed, <laughs> drinking, and trying to have sex. Oh yeah. So that was a lot of my material. And then you get guys like, "Well, you can't just become a weed comic." And are you talking about all the stuff everyone else is talking about? Like, because we're all the same age, dude. Like, we're all yeah. in our yeah. early twenties with right. no kids and no responsibilities. Yeah. When I had a daughter, though. I mean, I just started. I I was talking about my life. I'm a very transparent person. Like yeah. we were talking we, about, you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we talked before. about it off the mic. I am like my entire career, especially the last couple of years, has been. Hey, this is everything. You'll get the good, the bad, everything. So yeah. it's very transparent, and I feel like that's that's what people want, anyways. That's why they watch those behind the scenes uh, documentaries about like music tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. People want that kind of access, and uh, it's much easier to do that than you know write or have talent. So do you think that, I mean, does doing comedy like let you get that out there to where it like is therapeutic is for you? Well, that's what more, I, yeah. dude, I've said for like multiple times on this podcast, like having the podcast allows me to talk about stuff that like, I don't get a chance to talk to other people about because, yeah, sure. Cause I don't want to a sound like a conspiracy theorist or like a weirdo or something like that. Cause I go deep sometimes. Like I'll get into like a deep hole of like talking about something really weird and then that got it out and then i don't have to like that doesn't have to sit in my brain and like ferment and get even more deep in my brain and like i said like there's times that you i'll wake up in the morning i'm like i've been thinking about the fact that i don't know i'm trying to think of a good good conspiracy theory, but i've been thinking about this thing for this, the two or three days <laughs> well that's yeah, that's a that's a that's Tower a cliche seven? one <laughs> that's a for sure cliche one I don't know. I mean, like that the NFL's rigged, that kind of thing. Like, because I think the NFL's rigged. I mean, completely. it kind of is. The I think Rams. I mean, should have been there. It's stupid. But um, the the comedy scene. He kind of talked about Anderson, and we talked about it off the mic. What is the comedy scene in Indy? And I've heard you know differing uh, opinions. So you say bad. 
but then is it is there a possibility that it's just different than it no, used to be? It's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. what's what's bad about it in indie? Okay, so two years ago, let's mm. say, it might even be less time than that. There were three operating respected clubs. I don't like some of the people at Morty's, but they were a respected club. They booked respectable, really good acts. Yeah. Uh, Crackers was number one always because they just had a 30 year, you know, head start. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had both Crackers locations. The Broader location to me is the greatest layout in a comedy club ever. Everything about that room setup was perfect. Uh, the stage was at one end, farther away from the from the kitchen, yeah. which had its own room and you know doors to keep the noise in. You had over 300 people that could be sat, and then you had a lobby that could accommodate those 300 people. And right outside the showroom was a giant hallway that you could put 300 people in. So yeah. let's say you have two sold-out shows for a big name who's doing a meet-and-greet. You could do you could start the meet-and-greet right after the first show, get everybody out into that hallway, and while the meet-and-greet is going on, you could turn over the room and start seating the stage. You could start the second show while the meet-and-greet is still going on, and neither side has any idea the other's going on. That's, That's a, amazing. I do remember that because <clears throat> that was one of the first places I ever actually saw comedy, and that's where... I saw Brent Turhian, which is somebody that you've worked on podcasts with as well. Fuck and- him. Oh, no, wait. We're friends again. Sorry. We had, a, we had a big going for a wrestling podcast, but we're tag team partners now, actually. Yeah. We are uh, the mega powers. <laughs> no, I love, I love the fact that I feel like you've probably met, I don't know, 90% of the people that I follow on social media in uh, Indianapolis when it comes to comedy and stuff like that. So what what do you guys do? what are you guys still working together on that or what's going on with oh he's with a part of it but yeah. he just he has so much else going on right like he's good at comedy mm. so uh he has uh <laughs> he has like uh, this, the, uh you, if you haven't seen the redneck character you oh, yeah. probably have uh, just look it up on facebook on point yeah. like uh he got a message on on facebook from a uh either a high school teacher or a college professor that said that he plays uh those redneck videos in his um, uh, linguistics class or like his uh, composition class, as a as an example of perfect satire, yeah. Like, <laughs> and and I think that that totally works because those videos are on point and they're hilarious. And people to this day still don't. There are still some people that don't understand that it's uh, a joke. Some people get upset with him because they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. The best was when you're disrespecting the flag because he was yeah. wearing it as a jacket. Yeah. Not an actual flag, like a flag jacket. <laughs> I was trying to find the word for that when you like, because he'll say the the words like something that means something, but it's actually said in a different way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Trying, well, I mean, I can't I'm, even think of the like word that describes that word. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with my brain today. But I, I just can't think of it. But anyways, it's kind of like um, when somebody says like indubitably or something like that, but they yeah. mean something else. I don't know. But anyways, I think he does a really good job of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. the NFL and go coats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I work out the NFL except for Sundays and Mondays. Like, I mean, yeah. But here's the thing. So Brent's been probably the best writer in Indianapolis for years. I mean, his social media is amazing. He's good at yeah. it. I, on the other hand, People, people seem to like my content, but not me. So <laughs> I've got like I'm I'm uh, I'm at like a I'm at like a strong MC level following on social media. There you go. But I'm a headliner. That's I I am <clears throat> excited to see what you got going on. Um, what is coming up for you? 
Uh, March, I have Asani, the club in Port Charlotte, yep. Florida. I have some like I have Looney, I have comedy club stuff coming up, but then I'm really excited. May, uh, can we announce it now. I don't, I don't hear. Yeah, I don't hear Kyle. I think he went out. Bye. There, you there go. we go. Um, yeah, we got a we got some big stuff cooking up in May. Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, so Brent Tryun, uh, two other comedians, Ryan Niemiller and Dave Landau, both great comics. Ryan Niemiller is the cripple threat yep. on social media. Yeah, we we played <laughs> yeah. his his yes, video last time I was on here was yep. promoting that show. Yeah, and uh, and we played some of his uh, his stuff. Yeah, and Dave Landau's been one of the most respected comedians by comics and anyone in comedy for years and has been on uh you know last comic standing live at gotham we are four guys who work our asses off on comedy who all believe how funny we are and we decided that a lot of times you don't get a fair shake as a comedian uh you get treated like you're kind of uh easily replaceable and the pay at times is not deserving right uh so we decided that for some shows, we're not going to make everybody else money. We're going to make ourselves money. Yeah. So we are booking uh, our own shows that we co formed a company called DIY Jokers. And you can find on social media. Uh, Ariana Nicole is also helping us out now with a lot of the, the office type stuff and the, you know, organizational stuff. Mm -hmm. And we booked the, the, we have the first two shows or three, excuse me, the first three shows officially in the books. We have May 17th at Red Curb Comedy in Avon, May 18th. At Kettle Top in Anderson, and as of right now, October 11th is going to be uh, part of the same company, but not the same show. The show yeah. May 17th and 18th is going to be the Avengers lineup for the company. It is going to be uh, myself, just because I get I book it, I get to put myself yeah, there for sure. <laughs> uh, Terhune Landau, Nee Miller, and Josh Springer, who's also uh, uh, involved with the company. He's the uh, inventor of Bottoms Up. Yes. And we are going to be at those two locations. This is going to be the best comedy lineup in Indianapolis in years that yes. I can think of. And then, <clears throat> you, I mean, I, I noticed also that you've got your your uh, album recording February 22nd, correct? Yeah, it's the second go-around. That's what I wanted to talk about, too, because so, I'm going to that one. Oh, good, good. We needed that. We have three there. <laughs> I'm bring. I'm bringing my, my wife. My mom's so, coming. Bring so my daughter. Please. I'm making her sit through. <laughs> Uh, speaking of that, I'm sorry. I'm mean, like going all over the, the the map here. Does your daughter enjoy your comedy? Uh, so she's only seen me once, and it was like on, she was on the other side of where I was performing, so she could hear me. Yeah. Um, and then I brought her on stage at the end to try to sell T-shirts. <laughs> I really did. Like Good we, move. I, she Good I, move. My my old closing joke uh, used to be about her. In this song about cocaine, breaking your face by stitches, teaching it to her fifth grade class. Yep. So I had her sitting there as I did this joke. And then uh, I was like, because it had been raining, so we weren't able to go to uh, Universal Studios. And I was just like, hey, Harper, I know we weren't able to go to Universal Studios, but is there anything that'll make you feel better on this trip? And she just goes, if everyone here would buy a shirt. <laughs> Perfect. Did, did a lot of people buy shirts? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right, and you got to stand over there with it, stand on the table, look at Dor. <laughs> she became Riley Curry out of nowhere. That is awesome. Steph, <laughs> Steph Curry's daughter. She just, she's there, ah, I'm yeah, like, that's great. So uh, that was the only time she did. She said she enjoyed it. Yeah, but I don't think she would have told me if she didn't, because she's nice. You know, like 
So she is. So she is a nice. But if you go to my social media, no, she does not like my comedy <laughs> at all. She doesn't enjoy it. And she acts pretty well in those. I like. My, like she. She really. She, she's probably one of my favorite parts of those videos. No offense. No, but. she is. She's the best part of it. <laughs> I'm just there because I'm the one performing. Yeah. Uh, and who had doesn't have a bedtime. Uh, but my favorite video she ever did was she goes, "What up, Michigan? My dad is ignoring his responsibilities and chasing his dream. <laughs> Yay!" <laughs> Buy a shirt. <laughs> so good. That's awesome. That's great. Because she generally, I think there's a general disdain for me. Right. Uh, which makes it more realistic through the video. I, th- I think that's a that's a normal thing for kids, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter how how cool your parents are, you still yeah. you still don't think they're that cool. I mean, even I, uh, even uh, if yeah. you're even if you're on like yeah, even if you're on she the, should like, treat me more respect show. though, because I get all my cocaine through her. So <laughs> that's pretty rude. As much money as I'm funneling through uh, her lunch account at school. <laughs> That's a uh, that's a great money laundering scheme right there. Yeah. I like that. School yeah, lunch. <laughs> so really quick be- between the both of you though, I'll start with Kyle. Like if you were to have reached the level that you want to get to in comedy, what's what's a dream place that you would like to actually do comedy at? I mean, there's probably a ton. Well, I mean, I I feel like, um, I mean, obviously there's. So many amazing, I mean, if you're talking about just grand venues, I mean, obviously, like Radio City Music right. Hall and, right. and, and that hey, sort of it's, thing. It's, it's your but, choice. That's but, the, the but, beauty but of honestly, the question. Honestly, man, honestly, I would uh, really feel um, lucky to be able to play, you know, one of those just just classic Old time clubs like the Cellar in New York, or I want to uh, go there just to Harper's go there. in Indianapolis. Yeah, <laughs> those dream. Remember clubs. that twenty eighteen to twenty eighteen that run they had, that magical, a magical two week didn't open run. <laughs> um, or uh, you know the store. I, I yeah. the, the, either the store or the cellar. I think would probably be like bucket list. I mean, obviously. If the if the opportunity ever arose for anyone who wanted to make comedy a living, you would never turn down. You know theaters and those grand grand venues but i feel like you know as far as like a like a holy shit i did it type of situation it would probably either be the seller or yeah. uh, or the store comedy store and have you have you already performed at the the place that you would like to perform as the roman coliseum yes i sell it out every february <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that the, was so that's lazy i used this month <laughs> I couldn't think of any other than the 11 other months, and I went with what it is right now. I have to be there apparently in two weeks. <laughs> there you go. Well, no. the album, album recording is off. I, I was talk- just about to say it's, it's officially <laughs> So I did say it's the second recording. Yeah. You want to know what we decided to do yes. with the first? We're going to make the announcement now. Okay. Brad Shoemaker, wherever you are, I'm sorry. Uh, so here's the thing. We, we tried to record at Joker's. It just didn't work out. Right. Uh, for several reasons. And so... I can't really use. I'm not gonna sell the that footage. I sound pissed off and miserable the whole set. It doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't sound good. What's I the difference good. between an album recording and just a normal going up there? They don't record the the other one. That's it. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I mean, because I've because I've heard of like. Oh, uh, like oh, you mean the actual like set the actual itself? Production. I thought like, you meant like the physical difference. I'm yeah. like, well, there's <laughs> that you don't have. We don't document the one. <laughs> No, like, because uh, I've heard less like, gear involved. You try of- not to do anything in the moment, right? Like, you don't want anything going on that's distracting in the moment that that you have to address because that people listening later aren't in that moment. Well, I've even heard of like uh, when comics do like video or co- like specials, they'll like stop it 
and like go back and do a bit again or like or uh, I think maybe not do, do a multiple bit again, shows but like yeah and but then you like, can just edit together which yeah. was what we were trying to do we had two nights uh and one thing you don't want to do is drop the checks during the only set you're documenting <laughs> both <laughs> nights so uh yeah that's always fun when you have 15 minutes left and everybody's like god damn it money <laughs> yeah like it so what we're gonna do with the footage is uh i'm gonna wu-tang it Mm-hmm. We are going to create one physical album of that footage, and it will be the only copy of that existence. Nice. And we're going to auction it off. That's actually, I love that move. I am not saying that we're going to get $2 million like Wu-Tang, <laughs> but I'm also not not saying that. So so uh, you're when <clears throat> do you have a different energy when you go up there because you know that it's getting recorded? I'd like to think no, but I honestly couldn't tell you. All right. I probably I, wouldn't notice because I would convince myself I didn't if I did. Because we yeah. went and did this 100-episode live show in Cincinnati, Ohio, which our running joke about that is, hey, let's go away from all of our friends and family to some place that we have no idea what the venue's like and do a live show for the 100th episode. <laughs> you just did a comedy. Like, that's literally our life. Yeah, We do it every week. Let's gamble. Uh, is there going to be crack sold outside my hotel tonight? Exactly. 110% I'd say yes. yes. <laughs> to, to address your question about, um, you know, is there a different energy? I've not recorded anything live comedy wise um but i did record a live album with um the band i was in Mm -hmm. and um i can tell you that we definitely um had a little bit different energy we knew we were more when we were to play shows just a standard show um we're a little bit more loosey-goosey with it we'll you know have some more fun in the runs and stuff and the little gaps we would fill in but when we knew we were recording a live album everything was very kind of structured structured and it was um you know these are the songs we want to do and we knew that we weren't going to re-record any of them and so uh we put together our set list based on the tracks we knew we wanted we uh, you know, built it, kind of built everything with with specific instrumentation, and and uh, and and we definitely had a little bit more of a recording energy because we knew that there yeah. wasn't going to be, you know, a take two mm-hmm. on, on any of this stuff. So um, there can be, then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there can be, uh, which leads me uh, into um, the single dad recording coming up February twenty second. I can't, I can't um, wait. I can't wait. Like I said, yeah. Uh, it's it's exciting for me being a podcaster to be able to actually go up and see you guys perform at what you're doing because here we're getting that version of you that is a real person and I obviously understand that you do a lot of real material and all that kind of stuff because we already talked about that but, no, but there's definitely to actually a lot to of see, to see yeah. you up yeah. there and doing something like even when we went and saw you did the open mic at uh, where was that Jen and I went and saw you do an open mic um, Oh, at like right before you yeah. came on the podcast, that would have been so shitty. It would have been like that was Kettle Top, the place that I'm yeah. here to promote. Yeah, that was the place you've been several times. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, that was at Morty's. I did the the mic, yeah, and that the was mic like, off there. I think to like, me last that was winter. like super exciting to see the person that I'm getting ready to have on the podcast doing their actual craft, and yeah. that is why comedy clubs have contests. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, can I? Can I? Guess what I think your band name would be? What? Uh, Billy Bluegrass and the Wheatfield Kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what instrument Actually, did you play, by the way? I played guitar. Okay. Uh, well, I started off playing guitar and banjo, 
Um, I think if you do that, so it's because you have to guitar right? yeah. at yeah. that point. If, you, if you're playing banjo as well, it's guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the guitar and the drum with strings. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but yeah, and then we eventually brought on a full-time banjo player, so that way we didn't have to pick and choose which of those I would play each time. Um, I hate yeah. to do this and be that guy. Tell that banjo joke. That shit was funny. <laughs> Make, I'm making him tell a joke. It's funny. Well, uh, so basically... I, I I want to talk to the guys about this, but I also need the ladies to pay attention too because, guys, if you need to improve your love life but also want a way to get away from your lady for a while, pick up the banjo and practice it. Why, you may ask? It's such a loud, abrasive instrument. Well, because you will become very skilled with Mumford and both sons, <laughs> and you will learn how to use all three of these appendages Individually, but in unison. It's like the 96 Bulls. <laughs> exactly. But the reason this is important for you, ladies, is because if you've never had a... Right in the sweet spot, you're going to want to. You're going you're gonna to be like, baby, give me that Foggy Mountain breakdown tonight. <laughs> I am a man of coming. Oh, was that me? No, I, it up. Check, check, check. I love that joke. Yeah. Um, I like so this. I've been playing banjo for about five <laughs> years. Yeah. yeah, I always I always try to make sure that people know that I also play the banjo. Ladies. <laughs> um, I cannot and I refuse. So I really I really want to <laughs> talk some shit really quick. Uh, dead man Miguel Pedroza said welcome to Smugcast 2.0 Kyle so fuck off this is not the Smugcast this is a show that I feel the content is a little bit better no I'm just kidding I love the Smugcast um, dead man had an episode that was one of the most offensive episodes of all time um, we talked about religion so I just wanted to Fun. let you guys know a really lighthearted topic <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, and I got so many messages telling me like man that dude motherfucker like and I was like Hey, I don't care at all. Like I, I'm, I'm over here. I'm just trying to steer the conversation into a good direction. Like I'm, if he, if yeah. he starts going off the rails, yeah. I'm going to try to push it back onto the rails. But no, that's did, a, did it go off the rails? Oh yeah, a couple times. I mean, I don't even want to get. I like how I like how it's like oh yeah, the show fell apart. Let's bring it up again this week. Hey, what, what do you boys believe in? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna. No, we're so, gonna, uh, we're gonna stay uh, away from everyone. That. Pass their worship book around the room. Let's trade. So hey guys, Sharia law. What do you think? You know, like what? What's your hot takes on this? So I sent you guys though a couple of topics that I had uh, brought together, and uh, first thing is, I'm counting this as a TV credit, by the way. There you go. <laughs> the the raise it for health cigarette tax that they're trying to pass uh. through for for Indiana. So my my thinking or my thought process on uh, that whole tax is, you know, fuck them because they know that people are going to pay pay it. It's not because they want to be healthier they just want you to pay more money for cigarettes yeah. i just think that that's the yeah. way it is and uh i've had libertarians on the podcast i feel like i lean kind of in that direction libertarian absolutely. um i mean i don't really have a very solid are you political. libertarian absolutely you could tell by that absolutely he's the team <laughs> you we'll get your you uniform and <laughs> <laughs> yes i i want to know yeah I need to know what the libertarian yeah. uniform is now. I need somebody yeah. to make that a meme, the libertarian starter pack, and yeah. like have like the, the pictures. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely need that now. So, 
If Chris Bang will come with every yeah, starter pack. Yeah, exactly. He shows up at your house. I'm here till Tuesday. Then I'm over to Kevin's. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, no. It it basically the uh, the the libertarian uh, starter pack is basically just a subscription to anything Spangled. Does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no, like what what are you guys' feelings? Because like in my opinion, you know, why why do they got to disguise it as? Let's be healthier for you. Why don't they just say, hey, we want to make more money because we know you fucking people are going to buy them. Because people will believe it. That's why. People will people will be okay with it in a general context of, oh, it's to make people healthier. But at the same time, they write speeding tickets to make people yeah. drive slower. And then they get pissed off at Waze because they're not getting <laughs> as many speeding tickets because people know the cops are there. You know, it's the, It was the second option. The first option was we're going to use this money to fix the roads, but they're like, no one's going to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. you're, well, then it helps. You're, you're driving through literally. I mean, yeah. it's like three or four foot holes. Yeah. Because, yeah, the one thing everyone in Indiana seems to be worried about is their health. Yeah. And <laughs> Bunch of health nuts everywhere in the state. Yeah, I, I was about to say, and when it comes to the state of Indiana, I don't think smoking is your issue. Nah. Yeah, we're, no, we're, it's your we're, solution to yeah. getting out. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Whatever, like the fifth fattest state. You know what I mean? I have no idea on that yeah. statistic. Yeah, it's yeah, no, it's it, it's like if you're gonna do anything, you might as well do the. You know, I I am I am opposed to these bullshit taxes that are like we're gonna tax this because we need to incentivize this. It's like, well, you can incentivize people to get healthy by giving them tax cuts for right. you know getting annual health screenings and showing advancement. I mean, you know, insurance why, why, why does that, you do that, and that's a privatized organization. Or couldn't we Absolutely. just fix the fucking roads with the money? Where's that $2 billion <laughs> surplus, Pence? Where the, Mike, remember that shit all through the campaign? Yeah. Where's the $2 billion surplus? We're all like, where the fuck is that money, dude? Really, have you been <laughs> yeah. on Sherman? Yeah. And I'll tell you how we can fix the roads right now. Legalize it. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Solar panels. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe they're illegal. Legalize their solar panels. Yeah. No, you know, I think, uh, I mean, we... Have you seen that video? No, I have not. You've never seen the solar panel road? Oh, have you seen it? Oh, the the one where they put the... the solar panels on the are, road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, need yeah. to watch uh, this yeah, shit, yes, dude. Yes, yeah. Yeah. They okay. can heat to get ice off. They yeah. can have, like, lane changes digitally on them. That's too easy, though. It's the future. <laughs> where, wait, first of all, where's flying cars? I know. Why are we still on the ground? Dude, we just... I just did a uh, quick podcast with uh, Band Damage, Jean-Claude, and we watched Time Cop. Time Cop was set in 2004, and they have flying in the, cars and was in the future. And they wow. had like they had this car that looked like a Prius, and the guy had taken like lawn equipment and attached it to his Prius, and that's what he rode in. And it was self driving, all that good stuff, which we have that a little bit. But it's just one of those things that like 2004 was what was their what was their thought process in what was it 94 when that or it was 94, 94, I think it was when that movie was made. So 94, what was their thought process that literally 20 years they thought that it was going to be wildly different? 10, ten years. years. Or, yeah, 10 years. <laughs> See, I'm terrible with math. I, I'm glad you guys are I'm there. surprised I was on <laughs> point with that. <laughs> but, well, ten, but 10 years. Th th their yes. thought process was probably... They're going to have time uh, travel in 10 gonna years? We're going to get sick of gas at some point. No, it's because everyone from like 92 on just thought the 2000s where we all like... At the stroke of midnight, we all were wearing the same white robes and <laughs> all were eat, using pills for yeah. for food and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we're just going to go into this crazy future land world and then, you know, it's like Tesla was never killed. Why know? are we still trusting concrete? Honestly. Seriously. Why, why, why do we? So we use the thing that, like the thing that broke, we use the thing that broke to fix it. 
If you break a mirror, you don't go bust up a window. Yeah, yeah. I, I got this. Just let me just. Yeah, sh- yeah. Let, let me glue some more glass onto this mirror. Hand me that yeah. snow globe. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. By the way, when I was a super little kid, I don't know how I have this one memory. Uh, every time I went to my grandma's house, she used to make me watch that movie Heidi. Do you remember that movie Heidi? It was a black and white TV movie with uh, what's the little chick that was like everybody? Was, she was like the John Bonet who lived. Is that Shirley it? Temple. Is that it right oh, there? Oh, is that it right there? Yes. So, dude, there's a scene. The John Bonet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene. He's like, "That's her grandfather, oh, right?" That's but then this cunt, these rich people are like, "Oh, she's adorable," and their white people are just like, "Let's just take her." Uh, and so they <laughs> just take her from the old guy. Look at that. Or he dies or some shit. But then there's Shirley like this temple. Is that, that father. No, time? the evil stepmom throws this snow globe on the ground. I was terrified of that scene when I was like three years old. <laughs> oh my Swiss gosh! Or, oh, look, 1937. Yeah, let, let me read. I had to watch that shit every quick. fucking like 18th weekend when my dad would pick me up. <laughs> Here's how you know this movie is from 1937. The main character's name is Adelheid, called Heidi. Adelheid. <clears throat> Where did you see that? Am I uh, like the plot? Just... just down at the bottom there. <laughs> Adelheid called Heidi. Shirley Temple is an eight-year-old Swiss orphan who's given by her what? aunt to her mountain-dwelling what? grandfather. Why does why does Heidi and her grandfather look like they want to fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Living the wealthy. So yeah, we we got to the uh, we got to Heidi from uh, legalizing or Im- increasing pen. the tax on cigarettes. That's, that is, okay, but I, I love that. This, I love that we go there. So much shit. How many schools have I funded? Oh, I could imagine. I could like imagine. everything they add. It's like they keep raising the price of cigarettes, and then they just give us a bullshit reason. And it's so, and it's so, that to me is like that's taking advantage because they know how strong the nicotine addiction. Oh yeah, is. I mean that's that's a hundred percent taking advantage, and that's why I think it's. I think that's why the I would prefer it if they would just say, "Hey, we're just trying to make money off of the fact that you're going to keep buying." Them. I wish they did that with like probation and deferrals and shit <laughs> yeah. like that too. Like we're trying to get you help. Really? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just read the rest of this fucking okay. weird ass. Okay, there's a line right here in this plot. It says Heidi is unhappy but makes the best of the situation, always longing for her grandfather. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I guess I gotta blow him. And then <laughs> he's gonna break another slow go if I don't. <laughs> And then it says the Heidi. House, and then it says the housekeeper tries to get rid of Heidi by selling her to the gypsy. That was the housekeeper that broke it. Please, Heidi is rescued and reunited with her grandfather. Who's like suck this dick? Selling to the gypsies and wasn't that like a standard the standard yeah. like thing to scare kids when you're like I, I guess in like the gypsies? 1930s. Yeah, like we're gonna sell you to the gypsies. Yeah, and then they just you know took over Hollywood. <laughs> no, that's that's the Jews. Oh, <laughs> actually, I thought that's what this show was. I thought this was the Jews of the morning. So I was like, it's like a little late start there. Lachaim. We just finally got onto it, though. No. Um, then I th- thought actually it was going to be where like we had waffles and we watched the classic Tupac film, uh, and I was really excited. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on that. But you, you got, got the lot, juice now. You got a lot of thoughts on the movie Juice. You got the juice now. All right, juice is loose, baby. So somebody posted on the uh, Jews of the Morning Facebook page another question that I thought I would uh, throw at you guys. He basically just posted, it was like a meme or something, and it said second grade horde mode. So like if you've ever played video games where you have like waves of people coming at you. It like, starts he, out, like zombies, yeah. Nazi zombies. Yep, yeah. starts as like one, 
and then you know wave two is two three yeah. blah, blah blah so basically he asked uh if you had to take on waves of second graders with only your hands and fists how many waves do you think you could take on we so, would all die before the first one was done before, no one's getting past the first one yeah i i've got 60 seconds of good air <laughs> I, I stole that from I stole that from BJ, yeah. but uh, I got sixty seconds of good air. So as many of them to get up there in sixty seconds. Okay. Yeah, dude, that's people do all the time. So this is my favorite one of my favorite questions. Would if you had to fight to the death, which would you rather fight? A horse-sized duck, a duck the size of a horse, or one hundred duck-sized horses? Ooh. I'm going duck-sized horses. You're dumb because it's a hundred of them. A hundred of anything will kill you. I feel like I could just. I feel like I could just stomp on them. No, Ron McGill from Zoo Miami has confirmed it. A hundred of anything <laughs> will kill you. Swarms kill. That's why. Uh, that's why wild dogs are like some of the best hunters in the uh, in the safari. Yeah. Because they hunt as a group, and it's like they're all working together. So, but you're going under the assumption that all these hundred uh, duck-sized horses are all working together. Well, and, and could, also, actually, a lot of probably gonna break their legs, and that's how they die, right? It could be a situation, kind of like uh, it could be a situation, kind of like um, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, where like one horse at a time comes at you. Oh no, no, no! Because you said a wave. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just trying to make a, make a, uh, I guess a joke and about also, Walker, Texas let, Ranger. Let, 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 well, I leave that to the professionals, <laughs> all right, Jews. So when you're talking about, you know, a duck-sized horse, ducks are not all that small. They're, they're. You know, they're pretty. I mean, yeah, it depends. If you on the imagine type of a duck. horse, like a horse has a far larger muscle mass than a duck. Mm -hmm. It's like the, Draymond Green. Yeah, it, it's like a but. It, it, Draymond Green of. It'd be like a ducks. bunch of miniature pit bulls. It'd be Taking like a bunch of balls all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it, it'd be like a bunch of like miniature muscular dogs coming at you. A hundred, and of they them. can bite. Yeah, horses can and bite talk. like a motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and talk. Yeah, I've seen and, it. And do math better than me as well. Have you ever seen the one that stomps every time? Like he wants another carrot. He wants three carrots, and he taps his paw or whatever. Paw, hoof. I don't know. Whatever. I'm Shoot. Still, I don't know though. I mean, I guess if you think about it, a horse-sized duck. I guess you've got. Are you just using your bare hands and fists? Yes. Or your bare hands and feet? And an AR-60. Fifteen. <laughs> I'd still die. I, I just invented the AR-16. AR I think all of us would still one die. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you would freak out that you're looking at a horse-sized duck. Yeah, that, that's I think his that, move. I that for sure. You're freaked out about that, and he's just boom. Right and I'm there. trying to figure out how aggressive this horse size. And imagine is. how deep and 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 uh, baritone that quack would be. You know what I mean? I imagine know. him trying to jump into a like a big gold. Like pile of gold, you know, like in a silo, silo of gold. He's got a monocle. He's swimming through it. Uh, He'll rewrite history. So uh, uh, that leads me to a question that I asked on like a podcast a long time ago. What's the biggest animal that you think you could take in a fight? Like, because obviously, like you know, there's levels. Of carpenter ant. <laughs> carpenter ant. That's that's the only Anything one bigger than a carpenter ant. Probably going to take. I can't even remember the one that I said. I think I said like deer or something like that. Wait, so wait, so everything you're saying, everything under deer, you got. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at even like can a we wolf. Look up animals. No, 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 no. Okay, let's let's rephrase that. Not anything smaller than that. That's the animal that I think I could take oh. in, a, in a fist fight. Okay, man, in a um, fist fight. Oh, yeah. I almost want to. I, I would. I, that's that's I was gonna say kangaroo because like people have boxed them, but yeah. they can actually just, just they can rip you in half with their yeah. toe. Yeah. 
No, that, um, and that leads me to the story that I read on uh, online about the mountain lion uh, was choked to death by a Colorado runner. I heard yeah. that's false. I heard they found a belt around that mountain lion's neck. <laughs> he did it to himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's the David Carradine of the oh, animal kingdom. Man. <laughs> Fucking Robin Williams himself. You always have to have a spotter, right? <laughs> oh, my legs. I'm almost there. <laughs> Or at least somebody to check on yeah. you when, yeah. when the... Uh, it's, just a hyena. it's just a hyena under there like, God damn it. <laughs> Give me a towel. Oh, man. Um, you know what my favorite animal is? What's that? The honey badger. Yeah, because he doesn't give a shit. I fucking hate that video, okay? That video is so <laughs> insulting to that fucking species. The honey badger is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Because they attack anybody no matter their size. They, no, there's a Guinness book. They I don't know how they measured it. There is, they said it on that documentary, the real documentary. They're like, it's the Guinness record for least amount of fear. So, uh, yeah, and that's a and good question, smart. though, that you brought up, there, or a good statement you brought up. How do you measure that? Yeah, how, like, how do you, you like, yeah. dude, if they could measure fear, like street cred? When, <laughs> I mean, dude, if you see the videos with them and the lions, oh, yeah. the lions are like, oh, fuck. I don't want to mess yeah. with that. They, they're yeah. the Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah. No, they're Rodman. Well,. <laughs> I'm looking at the story you pulled up here, and the first thing I notice is that he fucked up by going to Horsetooth Mountain. You don't go to Horsetooth Mountain. <laughs> Unless that horse is the size of a duck. That's right. <laughs> There's a hundred of them. No, and, and, and oh, he, he was running by himself, an 80-pound mountain. I mean, an 80-pound mountain lion. Like, my pit bull is 60 well, pounds, and he's a pain in the ass. His like, first mistake is running. He ran, right? Well, yeah. You I keep, mean, that stays look at you as prey once you turn your back and run. Well, and yeah. every person that's trying to do anything kind of health-wise and you're running through the wild. Oh, yeah. No, like, no. He, he, yeah, that's right. They didn't, like, square off, right? It attacked him from behind. Right. Yeah. So, But he's just, he's jogging. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll check the Fitbit. And then that mountain lion is like. me too by a mountain lion. <laughs> 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 he got me too Yeah. The funny thing was the mountain lion was a female. But the, <laughs> well, the, oh, so no issue. So no, Time's this, up. This is why the story's getting buried. I'm no. just kidding, ladies. Do whatever you want. But no, the mountain lion was like, oh, it's running. That must be food. Right. Yeah. Like he was running out of casual, like, yeah, jog. A yog, you know. It doesn't say that, like, I mean, there's not a, like, once again, these stories don't ever give enough detail because it's like, you remember, I think we actually brought up a story when you were here where we talked about the, uh, the, like, the dachshunds that, like, killed a lady. It was just like she was just like like she was an older woman or whatever, but there was no there was no uh, details like how many yeah. how many dachshunds was it like I mean they're little dogs mm -hmm. and like you know how like how much is... pre workout did they get into before <laughs> this happened before they murdered this lady? Yeah. Um, but Chains. <laughs> <laughs> there's an empty can of whey protein. And this is like I mean this is like a shark attack because it says three people have been killed and sixteen injured. Since 1990, I mean, but since 1990, how many people are running out there, or, yeah. you know, walking the trails, and they've oh, never sure. been fucked with by. So a, is a mountain lion like it, the bitch? Like, of, of a, like if you're gonna get beat up or attacked by a, a cat, a big cat, is mountain lions like the low end of that? Spectrum, I don't know. Right? I think mountain lions are pretty tough. I yeah, think a bobcat's no. more like the bitch. Yeah. Ooh, or, no, or that's or a good one. Um, th there's actually a crazy video if you might want to pull it up of these two guys on a trail and they're just walking is there a cup and they look <laughs> a ladle two guys one trail one cup uh, just just type in uh, 100 duck sized horses just type in mountain lion uh, mountain lion trail video 
and it should be one of the first ones. By the way, you know how we know we're a fucked up society? Go type any that violent one, animal, yes. attacks, the first thing is always human. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, yeah, I mean, we're just, we're we're prime subjects for getting fucked up by animals. it's fascinating to watch, too. I, you, you can't lie. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. The video of that girl getting bit by the great yeah, white shark this. that comes up well, on well, her. Watch oh. how crazy oh. this experience is. I'm good with technology, guys. So we don't so, have sound, look, but look how, they, like, these, that thing's pretty massive. These two guys are just walking along a trail, and boom, they're just, like, yards away from a mountain lion. The thing's pretty big, though. Yeah, yeah. Th this one's way larger than the one that was in that story, because the one in the story was an adolescent. 80, yeah, 80 pounds. Yeah. It was, like, not even a year the, old. The, this one's probably 110, I'd say. Not, not until it got choked out. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So so right now, these guys are trying to find... They're like, where did this lion go? Oh, it it's just, definitely like raptoring them from Jurassic Park, isn't it? Where like, well, it fakes them out. Just watch. Oh, yeah. Just watch. Like, it's going like, to be up. It's going to be up to the left. Go? Yep. Boom. <laughs> Ready to pounce on your fucking oh, head. Oh, my God. That thing would just crush your face. Look at... Look at like not to get too Joe Rogan here, but look at its fucking muscles in the chest oh, yeah. there. I mean, it's I that thing. I think I can take it. <laughs> Kyle looks like a bitch to me. Look, he ain't even doing shit. A lion would be like, "You recording me, motherfucker?" <laughs> it makes me think of the video where the guy like takes his camera and goes over on the wall and then goes back, and the cat's like closer, and then he moves it and then comes back, and the cat's a little bit closer, but like it's never moving. I don't know if you guys have seen it's that. It's every James Wan movie. <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's that's creepy though, because it's like, look how still it's sitting. Yeah, it's it's just, and it does have that kind unnerving. of look on its face. Like, like, it's like it's gonna murder you. <laughs> they they back away slowly. Don't yeah. They? Oh, there you go. Like, See, no, that's how you have to do it. You have to stay facing them. Yeah. You have to show a little bit of. Although all of us would just completely <laughs> turn and run, right? Every I'm, I'm running immediately. I lose. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm that, saying I'm running that far. I'm saying <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. like as fast as that yeah. AOL guy First used all, to get on. If, uh, if all three of us are on the trail and this happens, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm pushing you. <laughs> you wouldn't need to. I'm trying to. Not know. just to be sure. <laughs> I might even like pull out a club yeah. and start breaking yeah. your legs. Although, actually, uh, mountain lions. One of the things they say about mountain lions is to deter them, you should try to put your hands in the air to be as big as possible. So there's a, there's a chance I could save your fucking. Should brain. you do it yeah, though, like you sure. don't care? <laughs> should you put them up there like you don't care? Yeah, exactly. Just uh, or wave should them you show some interest? Yeah. So, so another thing that uh, Johnny, who's not here today, has been doing a really good job of. He's been posting polls. So I. I I'm trying to figure out uh, if, this for is, if this is even a uh, even a good question because I think it's I think it's I don't know but anyways it's Twizzlers or red vines red vines Twizzlers I say neither because both are shit candy in my opinion chocolate Twizzlers are pretty fire chocolate Twizzlers Hershey's, that doesn't Hershey's exist. Twizzlers that doesn't exist and those sweet tart ropes are pretty fire too sweet tart or uh, I like the nerd ropes I think they go by I don't mentally like the nerd ropes I don't like the hard shell crunchy candy. Oh man, I'm a I'm a huge. They do exist. Are you fucking kidding me, Brian? They're 15 bucks on Amazon. What the fuck? I need to go to Walmart. <laughs> chocolate Twizzlers. Stocking up on chocolate Twizzlers. What I is did this? Not this know is that my existed. future. That just like that just blew my mind that that exists. It's I'm telling you, they're I, I good. I feel like they're the good. fact that they're chocolate doesn't make them Twizzlers any longer. What? No, there's no cherry in the name Twizzlers. So is it chocolate-covered Twizzlers? Or no, no, is, no, no, no. The Twizzlers. So the Twizzlers chocolate. I don't know how that even works. 
some dude in the lab created that for sure. Global warming. <laughs> no, uh, red vines really though. Yeah, yeah, because you can peel them apart. Fucking anything that you can peel apart. String cheese, red vines, uh, bananas. I, used to, I don't ever uh, peel apart. Bananas you're supposed to peel from the bottom, by the way. I if you pull the bottom, it'll automatically split open. I don't ever uh, peel my string cheese. I just eat it. I, I do too. Stick. I'm the same way. You fucking monster. <laughs> and the same thing with like. Who the, hurt you, Deuce? The peel away <laughs> Twizzlers. The peel away. Uh, yeah. Like, so red vines, though. No, nah, I think red vines are garbage. Yeah, for sure. Those are red ropes, first of all. Oh. <laughs> The, the even, yeah. the even and cheaper, actually, those are red rockets. I don't know why you're looking up dog dicks, but you know what got the, you know what you know what like put them popular Garth from Wayne's World. Ah, uh, I bet that's they're dude. They're but they're played out. They're WCW. What's your what's your what's your uh your guys' thoughts on Sour Patch Kids? I'm a big fan of Sour Patch Kids. Well, you know, I'm I'm not opposed. I love the uh the uh oh what were the. Did they come with like some juice in them or something at one point? Gushers. Like, kind they, of, but like they should never put juice in Sour Patch Kids. I'm sorry, like that just doesn't hey, there's seem right. a little right. bit of juice in your Sour Patch Kids, ladies. <laughs> Unless they're gonna have it with communion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, I don't know. I think, but according to the the poll, let me get down there. That was another funny funny episode just last week. If you guys want to check it out. We talk it about, is. We it's really about good. Moon, moon cow. Uh, uh, by the way, in addition to G DIY jokers, I'm also launching Indie Guy Go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to uh, with to, five, with four Z's. Is, is that go, a new ramen Indie Go guys? Indie Go guys. Indie Go girl. No, Indie Go guys with four Z's. <laughs> what is this? I didn't even know this was. Who? What? Yeah. Oh, that's the guy from uh, Princess Bride, right? Polite greeting. Name is this the poll? This is definitely it's a pretty shitty poll. It looks like he just went to a movie and it's all like <laughs> okay, got there so, early. So the, the the debate over candy, which is better and why? Told Twizzlers you. is eighty one percent to Red Vines nineteen percent. Um, hmm. TV. We but see I, where your loyalties lied. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely voted for Twizzlers, and I can't believe seven hundred and forty nine people saw it. Ninety five people messed with it. I mean, these polls have been a pretty big addition. I've got a one for you. Did a those job. are rookie numbers, bro. You I've got one you for you. Those numbers. You need to get those numbers up. What is better? I've got, I've got, I some, I've got something to do with that as soon as you say your thing. There you go. What is the better Dorito, nacho cheese or Cool Ranch? Ah, uh, fuck. For me, it's Cool Ranch. I go nacho with cheese. With jalapeno yeah, cheese, cheese with, with Fritos jalapeno cheese dip. Not uh, the Cool Ranch Doritos, Fritos nacho cheese dip. You know what I really Fire. miss are the fucking Doritos 3D. I swear to God, I was a part of a Facebook group for years. I was trying to get those back, but we only made it to like 180 members. I was like, you motherfuckers are lazy. <laughs> you guys I, do I not basically care. just went Daisy Why have you Quintes not shown to up to their headquarters? Commercial. Somebody posted Jaeger on that like uh, in the comments. So For what, the better what, candy? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what she means by the way, by the that. best well, candy is nose. Jaeger's technically like black liquor. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I don't think Twizzlers or Red Vine can be considered technically licorice. Right. You know, they're both plays off of it, but uh, nope. So many so many people like, are saying both fight. is gross. Everybody's always wanting to fight. <clears throat> I mean, no. I don't want to fight one, you. It's the not Monday, that big of a deal. The Monday American, both are gross <laughs> and shouldn't be a thing. Fight me. And then V.A. Bennett, he's a comedian oh, as well. Oh, shit. He, that's like a duel. Can we set up a time in which to engage in fisticuffs? That comment, slap that comment with a glove. <laughs> then... 
Please to take heed to my acquiescence in regards to the fisticuffs you have bequeathed to me. I shall meet wherever, good sir. You'll hear from my lawyers. <laughs> this is like a ridiculous... I didn't know any of these comments existed. Speaking of the pump your numbers up, those are rookie numbers. So I listen to a podcast that uh, I'm friends with that are in Fort Wayne. Yeah. They're the PTO Unlimited podcast. They're great, great group of... Uh, there's two guys and a girl, and it's awesome. It's a great podcast. They were I've talk- seen that video. They were talking about their highest bar tab and that they don't, they've never gone over $75. That's <laughs> a rookie numbers, bro. And, and Get I tweeted, those numbers up. And I tweeted immediately. Oh those are rookie God. numbers. You know, pump that I up. I wish. Because I, I mean, it made me instantly, like, that's why it's a good podcast because it made me instantly go back to my memory of Muncie. Uh, we, there was the locker room and they did $1.50 well drinks on Sundays. And I know for a fact, multiple Sundays, I spent over $150 on dollar. I can smell the X body spray. Like it was, oh, it was insane. It was a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of alcohol. Uh, I have actually owed a comedy club money for, that's right, $36. (laughs) That was my tab. You owed them. I had to give them my check and an extra $7 to make the 36. It's like uh, Blues Brothers when they're like, uh, you uh. Uh, you gonna pay us uh, two hundred dollars? You drink three hundred dollars worth of beer. <laughs> so, so that club maybe- should never do that. By the way, comics should always be comped. If somebody takes advantage of it, don't book them. Yeah, don't book them again. Like you take the hit on the weekend, but most comics nowadays don't even really drink. Right. So, real quick though, like I mean, Kyle, you said pump those numbers up, and and Brad and I talked, and Brad said he's 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 not a drinker. So, what was the what was the highest bar tab that you think that you could remember off the top of your head? Oh, there you go. You're good. Check one, two. Um, I can remember when I turned 21 years old, I went to a gentleman's club mm-hmm. in Minneapolis um, called the Seville. And it's one of those like twenty dollars a dance, but it's the entire song, um, all that. <laughs> like, like it's seriously, the, it's twenty dollars dance, but it's the entire. It's song. the entire song, and they play like long songs. Like, I think I got to dance to like, uh, like crazy game of poker by OER. It's like got fifteen minutes long. Or some shit. Yeah, like the live <laughs> version of uh, uh, Stairway to Heaven. No, um, but yeah. So just at the bar alone, I mean, obviously it was a it was a strip club, so it was super expensive, but. Uh, at the bar alone by the end of the night, uh, they were, they were treating us better because of how much money we spent Oh yeah, at the bar. Oh, we, sure. we didn't realize why they seated us right next to the stage in these great big chairs, <laughs> g- gave us like free shots of, uh, th- these, uh, two beautiful blondes came up with four shots of four double shots of Patron. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we didn't order these. And they're like, Oh, they're on the house. And we're like, what? Then we got our tabs and I was at a solid two twenty five. Uh, it's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. But, but here's the thing though, is, is most of those drinks were like triple what you would pay anywhere. Oh else. yeah. For so sure. Like, yeah, like a, a shot of Jack, I think was like, was like $17. Right. Like it, it, like, like it was nuts. But, um, but yeah, that's that's that, the I, highest tab I've every ever. Every time had. a stripper 
comes over, sits in my lap, and is like, want to buy me a drink? Fuck no, I'll go get you a drink from the bar and act like it's for me because otherwise it's going to be $24. Yeah. I'll go pay the 18 Yeah. No, I think, like I said, I, I mean, I don't, I can't keep track of, like, the immense bar tabs I've had, but it's because I, I was always a very generous drinker. Like, I would always buy shots for other people. Sure. And, uh, I mean, I've, I've walked out multiple times to 300, you know, without even with really feeling bad about myself because I have to figure out how I'm going to pay my bills for the next, like, you know, two or three months, but we're getting ready to get out of here. We've been on for a little bit. I really want to get, I mean, you're Brad Scott comedy on all social media, and then you've got shows coming up and then we've got the album recording February 22nd. Red Curb and Avon. Yep. Uh, it is owned by Will from the smiley show producer. Will. And That's awesome. I didn't even know that. My wife's a huge fan of that show, by the way. Are you bring the wife? Yes. Awesome. She will uh, be there. My my show's caused over a thousand breakups now. <laughs> uh, so I mean, last weekend it was pretty close. No, our, uh, our lineup is amazing. In addition to Kyle and myself, uh, we're gonna have a, a set by Lisa Sears. She is. Uh, I'm, I'm actually the, trying to get her to come on this podcast. You should. Scheduling didn't work out. She's Days a, she of Our Lives week. podcast. Yep. Check that out. Yeah. And yeah, the, she she's great to have on, on mic, man. She's a lot of fun. Well, I gotta tell you this: she actually hustles. Like yeah. she's she's she already works. sold tickets. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She works, man. Uh, and then we're gonna have uh, it's it's gonna be uh, hosted by Nikki Reed. Yep. Uh, from the Smiley Morning Show and the feature act, uh, I believe might be uh first feature uh, appearance in a club. Josh Springer, the inventor mm -hmm. of Bottoms Up. The uh, beer dispensing magical machine. Can't wait. And sponsor. He's of one of your, yeah, he's your King sponsor, right? Style. Absolutely. And I tell you what, man, that dude is a genius. That's why he's good at comedy because, like, he built that machine in four days. Yeah. I, I want to have him on this podcast. You will. For you sure. Should. He's in Florida now or he would have yeah, been here. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's, I've tell, and think he's been doing that for like two years. Mm -hmm. It's insane between like him, Tony Foxworthy, like, these guys are growing fast. Right. Yeah. Scene is getting better, by the way. Yeah. Shitty now, but it's getting better. And all Helium's I want to do, all I want to do to be a part of it is help with that. So if you guys yeah. need literally anything, and there's the, there sixty dollars. I'm there. I don't know if I have the money. I I will put in sweat equity, but I don't have a lot of money to put in. I've sweat already invested. Equity. I've already invested too if much. If that into was this a real stuff. thing, I'd be a millionaire. I'll take a dude. pint of the sweat. <laughs> I will do that for you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, can I plug my other podcast? Absolutely. There's, uh, I will tell you right now, the showdown, WrestleMania, Ooh, subjective showdown. Co comedy. Oh no, not the showdown. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you sent Thanks that. that you up. sent that in your info, just to let you know, you're the one who's. I meant that. for you to research to like, <laughs> I don't know. Here's some annoyed by my voice. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. But WrestleMania is still Go going ahead. strong. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yep, that is with uh, my co-host Fireball Eric and Fresh Produce. He's our producer extraordinaire. Yeah, we talk wrestling at? and outside of wrestling. Ah, uh, Stu's Dungeon. That's awesome. Stu's Dungeon, Stu Hart's Dungeon. <laughs> yeah, you want to get some boys down in the dungeon? <laughs> I put some holds on them. Hey, make them scream. <laughs> That's my Stu Hart impression. I love way. it. If you I ever just heard Stu Hart, it's not bad. Everybody <laughs> named Chris. And take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon, making its return, subjective comedy. Yes. Uh, we did one episode of Kettle Top, and we're going to be doing more uh, as we come up. We have some very uh, cool guests that are going to be there outside of the world of comedy, but I also want to bring together comics that are in different levels of the business to talk about shared things like shitty bookers, uh, you know, like bad or great clubs, all that kind of stuff from different perspectives in the, the business. Absolutely.
And uh, Backstage Laugh Podcast, we'll have some more episodes coming your way in the coming months. We've got some cool shows coming up. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, February 23rd at Kettletop, we have Mark Bookwalter headlining. Um, we've got Alex Eakin featuring that show. Um, we have, uh, on the 20th of February, we are having a World Series of Comedy one mic event, uh, one night event, I should say, uh, where people that are registered for the World Series of Comedy uh, are registering for this show. It's a competition show in order to determine where uh, um, the winner of that contest will go on to do the satellite um, coming up in March at Jokers. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, we have um, we have uh, Kettletop Comedy Hour next Wednesday. Um, still waiting to confirm the uh, headliner for that night, but anyone who wants to sign up and even try stand-up comedy or just come out and watch some free, fun comedy, uh, come on out uh, the next two Wednesdays, Kettletop Brewhouse. We'll have it going. You already have 48 messages from Indianapolis Comics. Before, you before, just want to close that? Before we get out of here, though, real quick, so are you doing comedy? Like, is that full-time now? Like, are uh, you no, working? It, no, it, it, it's not full-time. I'm trying. I'm getting up as much as I feel like you've got to be pretty close, like, with all the stuff that you guys are working on. Like, Well, I mean, I, I definitely um, am investing a little bit more time in the booking side of things just right. because that requires a lot more, uh, you know, involvement. <laughs> uh, well, not, not just that, but, but you know, monitoring and, and future planning and stuff like that. But as far as uh, comedy goes, I'm getting up whenever I can. I'm always writing um, uh, and uh, looking for cool and unique shows. Um, also, I want to give a big shout out um, for a show that I was on last week that was an absolute blast that everyone should keep their eyes out for. Uh, the Story in in, uh, yeah. in Nashville is going to be Dude, doing I've, a lot I've more I've had comedy. those guys on for a podcast before, part of that group. Yeah. Like, oh, I, 812 Farms? Yeah, yeah, I've had 812 Farms yeah. on the podcast, and they're hilarious yeah. dudes. I yeah, they them. put in a comment they wanted to book me, but they haven't sent me a fucking email or a message. <laughs> well, Aaron, this is your call. Aaron. Uh, yes, Aaron Hart. Send him a message I'm like, oh, now. I'm going to get wooed, but no, I haven't gotten <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. I've been ghosted. Yeah, um, which was a uh, uh, fantastic time. The the story in anytime you guys see a show at the story in, you see one coming up. I urge everyone to rent a room, get a ticket. It's just an awesome experience. Everything's kind of right there in this town. It's like doing comedy in eighteen forties, um, except they're way nicer to black people than they were in eighteen forties. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, big shout out to Zach Garner for putting all that together. That was an amazing week weekend i should say um so yeah well i appreciate you guys both taking the time to do the podcast it's a it's a definitely a passion project um we're starting to actually get a little bit of a following i mean we're on anchor.fm now which is just basically shoehorning podcasts or podcast advertisements into my podcast so you know we're making a little bit of money like a little bit of change it's literally change but yeah. it's uh it's helping anything helps and Basically, anybody that's listening to this, go to anchor.fm. Um, you can actually subscribe for 99 cents a month. It's literally 99 cents. Like, if I could get, like, I mean, we get a pretty good amount of downloads. So, if just like every one of you guys, 99 cents, you know, just throw it on there because it'll just help make the podcast better for you. It'll help make the podcast better for me. And if I'm happy, you'll be happy. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts. Spotify is a new one that's uh, relatively, I think, it's kind of big because Spotify actually just bought Anchor. WrestleMania just got on Spotify. That's, We're there. We're there, baby. And I think a lot of people like copyright that name free. recognition of Spotify to listen to. Yep, got rid oh, of all the copyrighted uh, music. Now there we're in there. Sure. That's awesome. And it saves your data, too. You don't have to 
you know, download them individually from oh yeah, exactly. Apple Podcasts, exactly. Know? And then we're on Google Play, anywhere you find podcasts. If you're listening to this, then share it with somebody else. We're on we're juicing the AM on Twitter and Instagram. Um, any kind of social media, just look for Juice in the Morning. And then the big thing that I have coming up in the next couple of weeks that I'm just trying to make sure that we have scheduling for, we're going to do food challenges. Johnny and I are going to go out into the into the community, find some place that uh, wants to have us, and we will do it. Like we've actually, what's funny is, is I was looking for specific food challenges and actually found better luck talking to people that own their own business, and they're like, we'll create a food challenge for you guys. Yeah. And then we'll go there. Kettle Top has the uh, uh, SOS sauce. Well, there, Chal- wings then, then we yeah. will. That'll be part of that group. Yeah, let's make that happen. Because uh, I'm gonna, because I'm gonna take my little tripod here, and I'm gonna take my uh, phone, and I've got a little bit of uh, like uh, lavalier mics that'll plug in, so then we can do some live videos as we are, you know, doing whatever we're doing. Because yeah. I'm taking the advice that people have given me in trying to make this condense it down because these live videos are great because a lot of people can see them but an advice that was given to me was let's make like you know a minute to 30 seconds to a minute long just video and put that out there that gets your face out in front people aren't gonna like click away from it immediately because they've been they they see that this has been on for 45 minutes nobody's gonna join in right in the middle or you know if they do it's kind of weird because they don't know what we've been talking about so we're gonna be putting out short stuff that's exciting that I think is also going to promote the business that we're at as well as promote ourselves. So it's going to be something that if anybody listening is interested in doing something like that, we're going to be doing it in the next couple of weeks. I want to do it next week, honestly. So I might figure that out. I might talk to you guys. Um, but, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks, Brad. It was awesome. You were, (laughs) I feel like we've had, almost like a three hour long conversation because you got here Pretty early. Much that, yeah. You invited me early. <laughs> no, I, I did. I, I think, I think we should have started recording then and then just uh, cut, oh, cut no. this all together. <laughs> I, that's where podcasting has gotten to me. I've learned, <laughs> but, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, Thank no you, Brad. Problem, man. It's always fun being here. Thanks You're producer, welcome, producer, Kyle. Uh, Thank we you, got Kyle. heartbreak studios over there in Anderson. Hit them up. If you guys uh, are trying to Kyle's record any kind of music, I know. He's got things under control over there. Kyle's and Anderson do things well. <laughs> that's a good That's a good statement. I that like it. That should be your guys' company. There you go. Kyle's uh, and Anderson. No, that does not sound good. <laughs> I don't like what they're doing to Anderson. But, uh, <laughs> and they're Kyle. <laughs> Once again, I appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, man. Have a good one, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. to like Limp Biscuit to like two sides and a biscuit a new podcast about life Limp Biscuit and recipes join host Rick Wimmer and Paul Schroyer every month